So anyway, I was like, no, no, the other hole, okay? Trust me, the other hole. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to Adventures in Orth. When we last left off, the party had... Well, some of the party members, anyway, had narrowly avoided death in a climactic battle with some skeletal champions. We all After are which, up. you all are up. Some of you barely, but yes. <laughs> um, yes, it was in fact Dapper Donald's expert use of laying on hands that saved some party members. Yeah. But, after which, you did manage to rescue two children, and then decided to descend further into this temple ruin. Upon which, you were transported to some other strange world. And with that, we will pick up. I've shared out the wow. Fae Forest map. Oh, this doesn't not look like the place it's supposed to be. <laughs> yes, you, you're not on basement. <laughs> you're not on basement level one. Oh, whoa. That is gorgeous. And you immediately found yourself assaulted by sprites. Not physically assaulted. Oh, I remember that. But yes, there are quite a few flying, tiny, naked people currently curiously examining your party, maybe checking your pockets or pulling on your hair. You've already described Dapper's version of heaven. You don't need to continue. <laughs> and what is the map we're on? Fay Forest. All right. This is where you guys landed. Nice. So, one of the sprites looks at Thomas Foolery. Flies up into your face. Not quite so close that you're like, whoa, personal space. But close enough that you can very clearly see this little young, young male buzzing in front of your face. And he says, we haven't had visitors in a while. How did you guys get here? We're not quite sure. Oh. We took the elevator. Go Elevator. Ahead, take me to whoever's in charge. Well, no one's really in charge here. All right, take me to somebody stronger than you that's not a dick. <laughs> uh, well, I suppose that the mistress would pull, probably want to know about this. We don't get visitors very often, so yes, this is a special occasion. Um, many of the sprites start showering you all with flower petals. 
and you guys are led further into the woods. The landscape is almost like someone's dream of a perfect forest. Ooh. It's uh, the the weather, the temperature is perfectly mild and pleasant. Uh, all the trees seem to be extremely healthy, and it's almost too perfect. Oh. You don't imagine something like this would truly exist in the material yeah. world. <clears throat> uh, I call towards one of the sprites and say, is this the elemental plane of the forest? Of the green? Or whatever it's called? Oh! Yes, you are in the elemental plane of air. Air, okay. That is the northern one, right? It's the closest one to where you guys come from. Say we go there. Very nice. Uh-huh. As you guys are led further into the forest, you start to see it open up a little bit. Um, the trees are not quite so dense. And you find yourselves into... I guess for lack of a better term, the Shire. <laughs> uh, you see there's small um, mounds, uh, homes, burrows, as well as some huts built into the trees, and a multitude of sprites, brownies, and other various fake creatures are busily about doing their work. Or being extremely lazy, or flying around just playing like children. Uh, though you do see a tall figure. Um, she is dressed in robes. Uh, looks, she stands out because she's the only one that looks semi like you, uh, normal sized, and looks to be a humanoid. humanoid yes. Uh, though the distinctly over-exaggerated elven features are present. Okay. The sprite leads you up and says, Mistress, mistress, we have visitors! To which she responds, Oh, please introduce yourselves. And turns towards the party. Right. I, I bow respectfully and say, I, I am Yabu, uh, Ifrit Monk. I'm, uh, Moon. He winks and nods at her. A pleasure. Being all formal and stuff, Tom will say, and I'm uh, Thomas Fulry, the uh, the fourth. Ah, sorcerer, I see. Yes, and I am Arkin, and we came down here searching for captured villagers. Hmm. I think I understand now. 
the elevator seems to have disappeared. Yeah, we have no idea how we got we got here. And who are you? Dapper. Dapper Donald, the bard, but you can call me Dapper or you can call me Sugar. You'll have to play a song for us at some point. Or Sugar Daddy. <laughs> she says, my name is Titania. I am a... Well, let's just say I try to keep all these rascals out of trouble. You look weary. She gestures to a couple of the uh, couple of the sprites, and they bring you guys over uh, some food and drink. Drink it. No, not I take it gratefully as well. Turn down your hospitality, but we do have villagers that we're looking for, and apparently new orphans that can't find them. Hmm. She says, I wouldn't worry too much. Time passes quite a bit differently while you're here. You do have a little bit of time. Not enough to waste, but some time to get yourself in proper shape. So how did we get here? She tells you that uh, to the west she's been keeping her eye on a issue... Uh, with the plane, and it would appear that someone's trying to bore a hole through the planes. She's tried to make sure that it stayed contained here, and has uh, requested some assistance in the matter, as her strength is not quite enough to you know, make sure that the area stays secure and protected. But, uh, as of so far, there has been uh, no encroachment. But someone is trying to Cause a ruckus. Okay. She says the area that you came from was um, a long, long time ago. People used to visit here quite frequently from the whatever location you're from in the material plane. This was a place that they would frequent and attempt to learn from. Oh, okay. So that's why it's so closely tied. So I guess this will give us a chance to uh, heal up some of our party members then? Yes. Uh, partaking of the food and drink, you, uh, you've had a full rest. Yes, this is wonderful hospitality, and we thank you, but we need to find our people. Uh, she says she'll take you over. Uh, if you are indeed looking for expediency, she will, uh, she herself, she'll guide you to the location you're looking for. And if we are actually fighting the same thing that you are worried about, is there any way you could help us in our fight? Hmm. I believe I should be able to could use any assistance offered. Yes. Any anything is wonderful. 
All right. Tanya will look at Dapper Donald. Dapper, your masterwork ukulele is now enchanted. Ooh. She lays her hands upon it. It glows a little bit. Little leaf filigree spread over the surface of it. It now gives you two more uses of your performance. Bardic performance per day. Oh, cool. Hey. Well, I appreciate that. You're definitely going to be getting a song later. Thomas, you get a ring of spell storing. Just in case. Aww. It's always good to have a backup. Yeah, but I've learned that from Dark Souls. It's always good to have a ring like that. Um, I don't think it's actually called spell storing. Whichever one where you can hold spells in reserve in the ring. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. The um the the first edition one, not the higher level ones. Uh, Arkin, the Titania examines your bow and says that it is of quite fine craftsmanship. And your your longbow is now plus one enchanted. Which gives it a plus one bonus to attack and damage, and it is considered magical. This is, this is outstanding, and I I thank you very much for this gift. Moon. Okay. Your rapiers or your 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 rapier is now also plus one enchanted with leaf filigree on the handguard. Oh, that's neat. That was nice of them. And. And Yabu, you are given a monk's robe. Oh, yay. Get rid of this old gi, then. Uh, for the stats on the monk's robe, if you are familiar with it. Find. What book would it be in? I'll pull it up and I'll link it for you and uh on uh Discord for you. Okay. Okay, cool. There you go. It should be up there now. Thank you. All right. Oh, right, oh, right, oh, right. Now, with that, she does go on to tell you also that should you choose to travel further into this uh, bore that is being sunk through the astral, uh, you may find some things not quite as hospitable as this area here. 
Uh, she goes on to tell you that this area being closest to the material plane, a lot of things are influenced by the material plane as well. Some things find a permanent residence here just because of people's belief in it or its faith in it. Um, and some things quite mirror here in this close area, but further in you'll find things that are quite a bit more dangerous the further you go. Oh, yay. So it's an area filled with danger, huh? Delight and danger. <clears throat> How large is this zone, if you will, of danger? She says uh, each area actually gets a little bit smaller uh, the, fur the deeper you go into the astral. But uh, she said you are here within your mortal selves instead of being here uh, through normal astral projection. Uh, she said the deeper you go, it, the more dangerous it can be as... Uh, you might not be able to return. Oh. Uh, she says, with the current situation, though, being what it is, you know, someone trying to tear through the layers, uh, the rules might be a little bit different. Okay. And we're looking at this, uh, I don't know if I missed it or not, but we're looking at this and this is like a, a big hole that we're looking at? Uh, around that time, yes. And you guys would have arrived at your destination. Go to the map, Troll Ruin. It's time to put you guys on the map. Uh, you guys are up in the top left corner. Harkin's going to immediately go to the tree line over there. Attempt to oh, hide. Let me unlock. Yeah. All right, you guys are unlocked. As soon as he hits the trees, he's gonna just attempt to hide and then uh, and look around. All right. Uh... Hey, he's hiding the trees with Arkin. <laughs> And this is before or after we... Wait, she just guided us up there, and I, I guess that... It there is the... She's right, as up. you're... Yep, she stops well away from the... Uh, <clears throat> she stops well away from the... What looks like some kind of ruin in this area of a spring. Uh, the spring, however, the water looks to be black. And swirling into kind of like a drain going down. In front of this spring, you see a tall ogre. Much similar to the one that you saw at the moat house. However, this one seems much more feral and aggressive. He's almost as if he's keeping an eye out. But he also looks confused, as if he's not supposed to be here. Oh god, that's fun. 
She stops you all short before you're noticed and says, The spring there, that seems to be where it's tunneling through. And it seems as though you have company. Yeah, it seems like we do. She tells you that she's going to head back to their little village as keeping an eye on the sprites and keeping them out of trouble is a it's an all-day job. She feels like a mom. <laughs> and our thanks again. But now, what are we going to do about this ogre here, people? Do we want to talk to it, or do we want to just kill it? <laughs> Well, I don't think we can talk to it since it's feral. Well, the only way to find out is to try. We can try putting it to committed to execution without having the opportunity to check his confidence. Or we could put him to sleep. That would work. That would work. You guys want to try to put him to sleep? Sure. There we go. That's how he should be. Okay. Well, go for it. Uh, let's see. Everyone was trying to approach quietly. Uh, give me stealth checks. Oh, I'm not approaching at all. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Well, I'm not going either. We're sending the bard forward because he can he can uh, he can put it to sleep. Uh, yeah, but the ukuleles make a little noise. Dice are betraying well, you guys today. I guess I'll move up as Flat well. I can. I move up as well. I guess then. In that same thing. Shit. Dang. I almost feel well, bad. Well, keep it guys. <laughs> it's just one ogre. What could go wrong? Surprise, there's three ogres in the tree just waiting for us to walk. All right. So, um, you guys are approaching stealthily, right? Um, yeah. When Dapper... Your ukulele bunches up, uh, bumps up against the tree branch, and you hear a off chord twang. Just you know, strikes one of the strings and just tree played your instrument, Dapper. Tree played your instrument. To which the ogre goes, "What that?" and looks over in y'all's direction. Over at the tree line. Dapper would whisper, Sorry, I meant to put it somewhere. With that, we will roll initiative. Five. So, while, while we're rolling initiative, this says I can get the unarmed damage and AC of a fifth level monk. Does that yes. or does that mean that my uh 
And if you were under Rod. that, yes, you raise it up to that. Okay. Gloria blows. Does that mean that that goes up to the fifth level? Only the thing specified Wait. by the abil- uh, by the item. Okay. Throw it on combat. Okay. okay. So. Thomas, you are first. Is the ogre being aggressive? Get a roll me a sense motive. Two D High or low? Well, I'm pretty high. Got it. The ogre does not seem to be aggressive. He almost looks scared, Tom. Alright, well, I'll move there, which gives me a clear line of sight, and I'll hold my action for him to be aggressive. Okay. Dapper, it's your turn. Uh, he's going to move up so so we within the tree line and hopefully not mm-hmm. be seen. And I'm going to try to put the ogre to sleep. Okay. So we'll save? Yeah. 13? Uh, ogre saving throw. Ogre lays down curls up into the fetal position, thumb in mouth, and goes to sleep. Okay, do we want to tie him up here and then talk to him? Yeah. Sure, tie him up as best as possible. So am I using a small monk or a large monk? Because it, on this it shows that my Kestis is 1d4, which is a small monk damage. Yeah. Okay. No, uh, yours is the normal medium size. Okay. Which one do you All right. So ogre's asleep. Uh. Oh, um, Tom, what was your spellcraft check for? Sorry about that. Uh, figure out if their plan would work. Figuring out what? If their plan would work. Oh, you mean the burrowing through thing? Yeah. Um, theoretically, yes. Uh, no guarantees on whether or not it would explode in their face, though. Okay, so Arkin's over in the trees here. And I'll I'll cover whoever wants to go up there and give him a tie up, tie him up and I'm gonna roll a damage bus not to attack the orc. I'm just trying to figure something out. Okay. That, again, that's not to attack, that's just me trying to figure something out. Right. Uh, the ogre seems to be sleeping quite peacefully as you guys approach. It is, in fact, asleep. Um, scratches its butt, too, while it's sleeping. Seems to be dreaming. And breaks wind. Do we want to tie it up? 
Do we want to talk to it? I thought we were tying it up and going to talk to it. Yeah, that's what I thought. I figured it out. Oh, yes, uh, tie it up and talk to it. That's what I'm thinking. All right. Just going to do the tie up. Not me. I don't think I have that much in uh, yeah, escape artists. Yeah, pretty, pretty moderate in escape artists. Thomas, uh, Dapper, as you guys get closer to this spring, um, you guys get a real sense of bad vibes off of the uh, swirling energy you sense around this spring. Oh, fun. And that's what's in the red spot there? Is that what the swirling Oh, no, is? no, that's uh, what looks like the spring, the, the water right there. Okay. The red spot's the ogre. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought that looked like the ogre right above him. I guess that's a statue, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's just a statue. <laughs> Dapper's not really good with knots. That's why he doesn't really like to tie anybody up. <laughs> Who tied Are up you our saying last Dapper's, uh, Dapper's more used to getting tied up. Yeah. You know, that's Dapper's favorite pastime is getting tied up. Uh, Maybe a little ball gag, you know, to keep him quiet. I think we want to talk to him, though. Yes. Said, no, that was for Dapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! I look, All right, so I look sideways and see you Dapper only have on a about gag. two minutes before this ogre is going to wake up anyway. So you, whoever's going to tie him up needs to tie him up. Who's going to do it? I can do what I guess. Okay, I got you covered. Okay. Uh, I've been nothing but natural talent for this situation. <laughs> All right. That's why I didn't want to do it. Yabu successfully ties up the ogre. Oh, okay. That was a failure. <laughs> All right. So are you guys going to wait for him to just wake up? Or are you going to wake him up? Well, who's our uh, our talking it person? We're planning on go going or not? Say what? Are we planning on go going or not? Go going? Yeah, because if we're gonna if we're gonna go go, then we've got to wake him up before we go go. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. Well, for, uh... Oh my goodness! I think Dapper is uh, a pretty pretty talkative guy. Yeah, it's usually a bard specialty. I think it's between me and Dapper. I have fifteen charisma in total. I have fifteen as well. Okay. Okay. Well, I guess it all depends oh. on who put points in the talky skills. I yeah. I have a lot in uh the plus eight. I got a plus eight. Okay. All right. So, are you going to let him wake up on his own, or are you going to wake him? I'm going to be oh, nice, God. and I'm, I'm going to wake him up nicely. Okay. 
All right. Uh, let's get, you give him a little gentle rock on the shoulder, right? Hey, sleepy guy, you got to wake up. You fell asleep. Oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> yes and no, John. Yes and no. Okay. I was the one whispering sweet up. nothings in your ear to wake up, John. <laughs> uh, all right. So the guy, he's you know, he wakes up a little bit. Uh, you know, eyes flutter open. Make a perception check, Dapper. Um, I'm watching him too. And uh, he goes to try to wipe the drool off of his chin and fails because he's tied up. At which point, he seems to get a little scared. Dapper, you notice something odd. His eyes never focus on you. Well, I know where, like, if I notice his eyes aren't focused on me, are they, like, looking behind me or are they just avoiding eye contact with me? It's almost like they're not really focused on anything. Like, they're just vacant. Almost like he's blind. Oh. You guys wanted to beat up a blind ogre. Um, so, uh, and then, he, you know, he tugs on his other ropes. Uh, to which he, you know, at that point he starts to exclaim, Why Blurg tied up? No, that's not good. Blurg can't even see. And he easily breaks your ropes with a strength check. Uh, though he doesn't go to attack you, um, he more so just tries to scurry backward until his back hits the stone of the little spring there. I'm, I'm sorry about the ropes. Uh, they were for our safety. We didn't know if you were nice or not. We found you asleep. <laughs> Roll a bluff check. <laughs> roll high, man. Roll high. Jesus Christ. There you go. Well, well, thank you for waking Blurk up. That's that's not nice. I bet it was those tricksy little sprites. They probably tied up Blurg. They always play pranks on me. Oh, what, why are you here? Like, what are you doing here, Glurg? If I'm saying that right. Glurg, yes. Glurg. Glurg was going to go say hello to his girlfriend, and she was very angry. And then she blinded him. Now I can't see. So I was wandering around, trying to not... Waiting until hopefully it would go away. And then I got a, this weird feeling that I should come over this way. Like something didn't seem right. And I wanted to go investigate because Blurg, Blurg will make sure his girlfriend's safe. So you're not responsible for the bad juju coming from the water? No, no bad juju. Okay, uh. Uh, look at the party. What, what do I have to ask? Like, what else? He's not responsible <laughs> for it. 
might just want to know <laughs> where his girlfriend is. What's your girlfriend's I'm name? Gonna walk, you find her? I'm going to walk towards the pool and see if there's anything in there that could be causing it. I'm not going to get too close. Yeah, it looks like a uh, it looks like a maelstrom of uh, you're you're looking at a drain. Everything's going down the hole, and the water's no longer looks like clean, healthy, drinkable water. It looks quite black. Oh, fun! Blurg tells you his girlfriend's name is Chestnut. Ah, that's a dark one. <laughs> And where can we find the area where your girlfriend may be? Um, he kind of stands there for a second, you know, like he's he's getting his bearings, and he points off into the uh, south and says, "She's that way." Hey, John. John. What? Oh, okay. There you are. Or was that Don? I think that was Don. No, that's me. Oh, okay. No, I'm here. Okay. What, what was done? There's a garbling on the mic or something. And there was a... You were snoring. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I didn't sleep very well today for some reason. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Yes, his girlfriend Chestnut is to the south. And is is okay. Chestnut like you friendly or not friendly? And he looks and kind of looks down and like shuffles his feet. She's angry right now. Well, why is oh. she angry? Blurg forgot anniversary. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, how long have you guys been together? He starts the count. Uh, on his fingers, uh, arrives at three and tells you, yeah, yeah, three years. And it's just the first time you forgot? No. (laughs) How do you get her to stop being angry? I just give her some time and space. Okay, does she blind you like every time you forget? It's happened frequently. It normally goes away after a short while. She must be really angry right now. How long ago did she blind you? Yesterday. Oh, wow. Okay. He's still probably very angry. <laughs> um, so does she know anything about what is happening in this spring here? Me no no, because she obviously has some type of power. Uh, Don, if you wanted to roll a knowledge planes, if you have it, I have that. Okay. Let me know what you get. Uh, twenty. Twenty. All right. What'd you get, Don? I don't have knowledge planes. Oh, okay. My bad. All right. Yabu, uh, a nymph is capable of blinding someone just by them looking at her. Oh. And it stays in effect until a removed curse is put on the person, or until the curse is removed, or the nymph chooses to allow the curse to fade. Okay. 
But yeah, she must be really angry if she has not chosen for it to fade yet. I I explained that to the party. Okay. And you explain what a nymph is. Yes. All right. So we can't look at her or we'll get blinded. No. It's not that you can't look at her or you'll be blinded. If she chooses to blind you while you are looking at her, you will be blinded. Yeah. What if I say I'm not looking at her and I'm looking like it? <laughs> Therefore, I'm not looking at her. I'm looking behind Tapper her. Tapper rolls in with a Does mirror. Does everybody have a very <laughs> tiny shield? <laughs> what if we get her to blind herself? I don't think it works that way. Yeah. Well, Blurg, uh, I'm going to suggest if and when you get your eyesight back, uh, you find something to make up the chestnut so that way, you know, it doesn't happen again and you remember your anniversary next year. <laughs> Side quest accepted or not at your point. Help Blurg get his sight back. <laughs> Okay, so how do we want to do this? Do we want to find this uh, lady friend Nymph and ask her about the spring, or what are other options? Uh, reaching back in my memory to see, know what Nymph can do, because again, I've read up on a lot of this. Uh, I think we should, because it it is quite uh, in tune with, they are quite in tune with nature. Okay, well, she's to the south. I say we go and help Blur get his eyesight back. Yes. I feel like we're friends now. We should help him get his eyesight back. Yes. We can do that. Okay, I so... I feel like we Blur from this abusive relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes and no. Like it is kind of his fault. He forgot three years in a row. Yeah, honestly, yeah. That sounds like enabling to me. <laughs> it's, it's not enabling. I'm just trying to help a friend out. I'll take care of it. <laughs> All right. You guys travel south a little ways. Um. Well. Let's say about a mile. He's wandered off a whole mile now while being blinded. And is he coming with us or no? Yes, he trudges along behind you. He does seem to have good hearing, even though he can't see right now. Okay. Are are there any flowers that we can find that we find along the way? There are a multitude of flowers here, and fat little bumblebees all over the place. Okay, I I pick a different flower. <laughs> I was about to say, I pick a bouquet of them and uh, give them to Blarg and say, tell her that you didn't forget you were getting her a special surprise. You were so getting Blurg her should... a, a, a tribe of yeah, wandering musicians. So Blurg lie and make it go away. Yes. I mean, okay. Usually it works. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> or you could just you could just say you're sorry and give her the flowers. Whichever, do that. <laughs> which, whichever way you want to do it, Blur. 
we can like Blurg City, oh, we... sorry. They'll probably play to Blurg strengths. Okay. We can like <laughs> so you. I, I hold the flowers out in front of me and say reach straight out in front of you and wrap your hand around it. He does so. He is holding the nice bouquet you've gotten in his massive meaty fists. Alright, Blarg, let's get your let's get your woman back. <laughs> you guys happen upon a uh, a nice oak tree. Uh it's quite a large one in the area. And at the base of it you see a little quaint little hut that's uh, set up there. Outside of this hut you see a startling beauty. Currently beating the crap out of a rug, getting the dust out of it. It's hung over one of the tree branches. She looks like she's working out quite a bit of aggression on this rug. Apra's going to start playing some love music on his ukulele. <laughs> okay. This is your chance. You got this, man. So are you guys approaching with Blarg, or just he's going to be oh. heading over there himself? He's in front of him. In front of us. Yeah, he, Dapper's just playing the music as he's going up, like he was hired to do. <laughs> You're just going up with the uh, playing music in the background while he's approaching? <laughs> oh, yeah. For his pep guys. The ultimate anybody, man, the bard. <laughs> is anybody else going to be uh, uh, involved in this, or, or besides Dappers, or, or is everybody just kind of staying behind? Uh, I'm walking next to Blarg because nymphs are one of the ones that intrigue me the most, being the the opposite of an Ifrit. So I, I want to talk to her a little bit. And Arkham will be covering with his bow just in case things go south okay all right uh you're playing the music are you trying to inspire him in any way or is this just just music it's uh it's just music right now uh okay it, it might be something else if i realize the situation's going bad i might inspire him I might okay. try to charm her, you know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Charming a nymph might be difficult, though. Yeah. Anybody uh, can do it and stab her. All right. All right. So, so Blarg's uh, approaching his girlfriend. He's holding out the bouquet of flowers. At this point, she notices him. Your song has also reached her ears, Dapper. And as she sees him, you see storm clouds begin to develop above the tree. You see little cracklings of electricity roll across her fingertips. And for a moment, though, she just stops and observes and sees that Maybe he put a little bit of thought into this. I mean, he's got a guy over there playing music. You know, some some thoughts cross her mind, and the the electricity stops. 
and she lets him approach. At this point, Blurg holds out the bouquet and apologizes. Go ahead, Dapper. Dapper's going to give courage. He's going <laughs> to give him some courage. <laughs> Let's see how Blarg rolls. Roll high, Blarg. Roll high. <laughs> she accepts the flowers. And just starts to whack him in the chest with the flowers. Every year! Every year! Blarg's still in the doghouse. But you can see that he has regained his eyesight. Okay. I was about to say, is it playful whacking whacking or not? (laughs) What's that? I was just asking if it was like playful whacking. Okay, yeah. Oh no, the bouquet is quite destroyed. I poke my head around Blarg and say, uh, hello, Chestnut. She looks at Blarg. Who the hell is this? Uh, d- don't don't mind us. We're, we're a wandering group of adventurers that uh, talked him into getting these flowers for you because we knew that it would be a good a good way to mend the bridge. But it was more yeah, it, his idea than ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't... <laughs> Todd's already like, I know what's coming next. <laughs> and I, I just say, and I, I step a, take a step closer to her. I, I am a bit afraid because, again, water being the opposite of fire, it is kind of intimidating. <laughs> So I have, take a step forward and say, and my, may I just say, you're the first nymph I've ever met, and you are gorgeous. Yeah, Arkin breaks from the back there and he goes up and puts his hand out, his bows down, and uh, peace, Chestnut. We uh, just wanted to help out Blarg. Uh, but what we really need to do is what we're trying to find out. Uh, we're trying to find some villagers, some people of ours that have been kidnapped. And that that's why we're here, and that's why we helped out Blarg, and that's we're trying to find out the mystery of this spring that is not a spring anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we, the place where we found Blarg, the water, that spring is pitch black. It's not healthy at all anymore. She goes on to tell you that uh, yes, the spring seems to be a area where some kind of necromantic magic has bored through this plane to the one below it. The plane of water. Okay. I had to tell I had to tell this numbskull not to drink that water. It's toxic now. Mm-hmm. Is there any way we can make it non-toxic so we can get down into this plane to help our people? Uh she says she might be able to help you with that. That would be very appreciated. 
Okay. You guys are given a little air bladder. Uh, you can find that when you put it over your mouth and nose, you can breathe normally. You guys have, uh, when used per day, you have two minutes of water breathing. Oh, cool. Well, thank you very much for this. Hopefully we are in time to save our people. Yeah, I bow respectfully to the nymph and thank her as well. Just want to let you know, by the way, when we were all the way over here, he would not stop talking to how beautiful he thinks you are. And he's truly, truly sorry. Mm-hmm. And we gave him a stern talking to, he won't forget again. <laughs> she smiles and hugs him. He's her big lummox. All right, so I guess it's off to the spring for us then, eh? Yes. Is there anything else you know about this necromancy that might help us before we leave? Uh, all she knows is that it's whatever it is is extremely unhealthy and seems to be trying to pierce all the way to the deepest parts of the astral. Okay. Guess we, we go take a swim then. Guess we got other ideas on this. Anybody have any other ideas? No, that's the best thing I can come up with. I think this is uh, the dirtiest wet hole Dapper's ever been in, so, you know. <laughs> oh, 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 no, Dapper's been in more. Thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> All right. So it's off for the swim, huh? Yeah. Yes. Have you ever been a caboose on a train? I think not. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, gentlemen. Oh. Check the... Oh, okay. Never mind. Oh, you guys are good. Uh, okay. So I'm scared about what you we were back. trying to do there. Oh, I was looking at something else. So for uh, okay. you guys, you are now. Are you guys heading back now to the spring? Yeah, spring. Got it. For helping Blarg and his girlfriend. You are awarded side quest XP. Yay. And you got the uh, water breathing apparatus. Sounds handy when we're about to go into water. So you do notice that there is a ladder that goes down through this spring also. Uh, on the side, there is a ladder. I'm not sure how far down it goes, but... I'm sure far more concerning for for you guys would be the uh, swirling black water currently in it. Okay. Uh, w was that enough XP to level up? No, not yet. Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll go in first, I guess. 
right could we uh tie ourselves together yes definitely all right so yeah whoever had that uh whoever used their rope to tie up blarg that rope is destroyed now <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> that's fine let's buy more next time we're in town okay so arkin puts his uh water breathing apparatus on ties the rope around his waist and climbs down the ladder okay you climb down the ladder into the water you feel the current tugging at you trying to take you down like a little the water feels almost slimy like it's got some kind of oil slick on it also so Jeez. thankfully you can't get any in your mouth now since the uh yeah the face it's mask not is covering oil, that is it? what it's no not it's not actually oil, oil. Again, my hair is pure fire so um so you guys are all tied together is that how you yeah. guys are going to descend down? Okay. Uh, Arkin, as soon as your head goes below the water, uh, everybody else, you feel a huge tug now on the rope. Who's behind Ew. Arkin? Uh, I guess I'll go next. Make a strength check. Thirteen. All right. You manage to stay, uh, keep your footing instead of being pulled over the side into the water as well. But yes, Arkin's quite heavy. <laughs> mm -hmm. Or maybe it's not so much that Arkin's heavy, but it definitely feels like something's pulling this rope now. I assume he's heavy. I say, what are you eating, man? <laughs> you can't hear him, Arkin. No, I don't. I... You're... <laughs> yeah. I put my air bladder in and jump in after him. It's gonna say right. he had that that uh that smegma chili. <laughs> Wait, you said you just jump in? Oh my! Well, I lower myself in. I don't jump in. Okay. You saw Arkin climb down the ladder. Yeah, that, that's yeah. what I do as well. Is everybody following suit? Yeah, Dapper's not strong enough to hold up Yabu, so he's just gonna follow him. <laughs> okay. All right, and Moon and Thomas, you guys go as well. Apparently. <laughs> All right. Once you, once the, we'll say Thomas, you were last. Let's say once the water closes in over your head and you feel this uh, whirlpool begin to pull you down towards the drain point. You all breach the surface of the water. You're off the coast of what looks to be an island. On it, out in the water, you're treading water at this point. That's mm -hmm. you can't feel the ground beneath you. And all you see is the sun to one side and an island beachfront on the other. Seems as though you've shifted locations again. Oh, okay. This is beautiful. Arkin says, hey, to the island then, I guess. 
Start swimming. Yes. Land ho. Some lines dapper of a dream he had while tripping. Where are you guys headed then? The beachhead? The island. Yeah. Okay. You guys start swimming towards the island. Okay. Plane of air sprung a leak. Yes. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> so, does the water here look like this the dark ooze as well, or is it is it cleaner? No, it looks like normal ocean water. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. When we get you to the shore, I'm gonna... Okay. Yeah, you arrive at the beachhead, and you see uh. Very nice white sand. It's very clean. It looks like a pristine beach that you would love to take a vacation on in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. And cool. as soon as Arkin gets up on the beach, he'll restring his bow. Oh, you use the string from your bow for the rope? No, no, I. Oh, I'm okay. not sure if magical bows, the bowstring, has a problem with being wet. Uh, oh, okay. He, he's just used to his his old fashioned bow that doesn't like to get his bowstring wet. Okay. Lots of rolls. All right. Arkin, Yabu, Dapper. Something's not right on the beach. You feel as though something nearby may cause danger. Oh, fun. Hey, that's not fair. Dapper hasn't done anything yet. <laughs> oh, sir, it's just, oh, it's just a... Busy polishing knob. Huh? Tom's busy polishing his knob. <laughs> okay. So is it just flat out sand everywhere or is it there's some tree line somewhere or anything um there's sand there's tree line yes how far away is the tree line? i will say i will say when we went with chestnut i had taken off my kestis i put them back on and i get ready to draw my comma the need arises how far away is the tree line a tree line's maybe like 10 feet oh uh i need a map that's oh there we go turn this off oh, Tom can you see your character on this map yeah you can you should be able to uh, go to battle map outdoor one I know it's not a beach I'm sorry next time I'll get a beachhead okay yeah it's close enough it's all black for me I haven't put you on there yet, sorry. Oh. Uh, we'll say you guys are over here. The left side's where the water is. And... Arkin. Moon. And Yabu. You guys sensed danger. Will Robinson. 
Yeah, we see it. And the beach is to the east, west. Where where is it? Uh left side of the map. Okay. And, yeah. and the woods is to the right side then. And south. Yes. Burrowed into the sand, just barely perceptible. You see two very large crabs, Arkin. The ones right there where Thomas is. Where Thomas just walked up to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mud crabs. All right, so I point them out to everybody just by hand signals, and uh, knock an arrow. All right. Uh, roll it. boys. I can cook them up. Roll initiatives. All right. Figure out why it didn't roll. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't think the crabs uh, are very concerned about nice. whether or not you guys are wanting to be nice. All right. <laughs> are you seeing my roll on initiative? There it is. Uh, okay. there it is. Okay. okay. Moon goes first. You guys went into the herpes water, and now there are crabs. Fun. Moon, it is your turn. You are within range. You can move and attack if you would like. If John is still awake. Uh, if not, please uh, cohort John. I'm assuming he just moves up to attack. Uh, no. Wait. Uh, AC 16. That was not a hit. Oh, you targeted yourself. What the? Okay. All right. I know, right? So next up is Yabu. Okay. Five. Can I move an attack? That's going to be a fun move. Are you attacking the closest one there? Yeah. It's 30 feet. Five. 30 feet is my movement. I can do double movement. I can move an attack, right? Yeah, you can reach right here and attack. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to do that. And for the first time since starting this, I am going to use uh, fire hands, whatever the fuck it's called. Give me a minute. Oh, you're going to use burning hands? Burning hands, yes. Okay, that is a Cooking cone up crab effect. Tonight. Oh, can I hit uh, both of them then? You can, but you don't want to be standing right there to do it. Because uh, that is... They would get to attack you as well. So take the one step back, and we'll say you're going to place the edge of the... Say what? It's only got a 15-foot range. 
You won't hit that back one from there. I thought it was a little bit further. Nope. Give me a minute. I have it right if here. He does it from there, he'll hit moon. Yeah, 15 foot range. Oh, okay. Um, if you want to move in closer, you can get both of them, but it is going to be an attack of opportunity against you. Okay, that's fine. That was what you told me. Alright. Okay. Uh, and this won't hit moon, will it? No. You no. can lay you can lay it down to where it doesn't. Okay. Yep, I'm gonna do that then. Burning hands. I don't think I put it no, I did not put it in my actions. Uh what I'll is the roll? Increase in the air flames takes one D four points of fire damage for caster level. Burning hands. So they'll take their reflex saves and roll the d4. Go ahead. Yeah. Do they pass the reflex oh, save? Oh no, you get uh, you get um two d4. So I get two d4. Nice. Yep. So roll your two d4. Okay. Uh, okay. Three. <laughs> All right, that's your turn, Arkin. Yeah, Arkin. How well done are they? They smell good. It's almost, it's almost making Arkin's stomach grumble a little bit. He loves crab. But yeah, so he uh, sights down his arrow and he'll shoot at the the second one because since I don't want to, don't have precise shot yet, so I'll I'll shoot at the far one. Okay, let me target it. Okay. That's a hit, right? Yep. Ooh, nice hit. You pierce the crab's shell, it squeals, little bubbles fly out of its mouth. And that's my turn. Oh, what was their attack of opportunity on me, by the way? Oh, yeah, I forgot to do that one. Look at that. Thank you. Hey, I'm playing honestly. Yeah. All right. Claw. Well, that sucks. He oh, missed. Yeah. Dapper. Um. I go up here and I'm gonna attack giant crab number one with my uh my crossbow. Okay. Now that's going to be at a minus one. four. Yeah, I got to take it into account on the back end. Okay. All right. Roll your attack. No way. Look at, <laughs> look at that. Uh, that's, that's 220s. That's 220s. Great. Roll a d20. Oh, wasn't a triple crit. Oh, well. Oh, uh, oh well. Crit confirm. Roll your damage. Nice. Uh, seven damage. That was against number one. Okay. And with that, 
crab number one is going to continue to attempt to hit Yabu. Yeah. Miss hit. So we got one hit against Yabu. Oh, why did it target itself to? Four damage to Yabu. Crab number two. It's going to roll up on Moon and target him. Miss. Thomas. Giant crabs attacking. Don? Yep. Sorry, repeat that last bit. Your turn. The giant crabs are attempting to attack your party. What's your plan? Don? Yeah. So What's your... Yes. The other one is not. Oh no, they're both pissed. This one's really, really hurt. They both smell good. Yeah, they both smell good now. Yabu tried to cook them. Alright. Yabu, your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to... I'm right there. I am going to do Floria Blows on the Kestis. Okay. Roll your attack. I uh, do for me right now. First one missed. Second one. Second one hits. Yay! All right. Roll damage. Nine. Yay! Giant Crab 1 has been defeated. Arkin, your turn. Alright, so I'm still going to be at that minus 4 penalty shooting at him, so I guess we'll we'll give it, give it a shot. Oh, you're got, you got it. Oh. Right. Oh, uh, you hit. <laughs> and let's see what we got here. Great. You have defeated the giant crab. You guys also, by the way, now have crab legs. Yay! <laughs> hey! So, so we found <laughs> giant some, ones. Found some treasure. Yeah, it's like a step up from king crab. <laughs> All right. Um. The beach, the rest of the beach area seems to be clear. You don't see anything that looks as though it wants to try to eat you. Um, you guys can make camp, camp now and figure out, or have a base point if you want. Uh, as it looks as though there is a path traveling into the forest. Okay. Let's make camp. Uh, we are going to, yeah. We're going to call it a night, so... Let's say you guys are going to uh, make camp here for now. Okay. Sounds I cook up the crab legs and add them to this magma curry. Oh. 
Enjoy, boys. And so I think we... Guy to roll the cooking for that? Yeah, let's roll the um, profession cooking. We gotta make it spicy. Oh, 11. I didn't add, I didn't add all the spice that time. Sorry. Hey, it's edible. <laughs> yeah, it's edible. <laughs> all right, so we, we got a level. Where's 11? You added too much spice. Yeah, that was a level up, right? Yes. We're going to go ahead and say you guys are level three. Yay. So that puts your guys' XP at 5,000. Yeah, key. I got the key now. All right, guys, if you guys need any help with leveling up, just let me know. Need help. Um, need help. All right. Oh, got it. Yeah, Damn it. But did it again. Thank you, guys. Uh, thank everybody, all of our listeners for joining. And we will see you guys next week. All right. Bye-bye.